With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Let me just give Charger fans a little idea of what's coming. This team is also going to have a guy that is finally, I think, going to solve the Chargers going to Charger situation. Makes complete sense that he wants to leave, and I have no problem with it. Earlier on the show, Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown. Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Coming up, NFL Network Insider Tom Pelissero. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Marshall Falk just spent the entire second hour in studio. That went by like it was two seconds instead of one full hour. He broke down the AFC Championship game, and the AFC Championship game is only he can and also gave us his two cents on what's going on in the coaching carousel. That's just his opinion on the coaching carousel. The actual facts about it are about to be delivered to all of us here in hour number three of the show. Tom Pelissero in his usual Friday spot in about 20 minutes' time. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I got to be honest, the first question I'm going to ask Pelissero is, uh, hey, uh, is is Bill Belichick going to get frozen out of the a sideline the first time in 50 years it's been 49 straight years he's either been an assistant or he's been a head coach on an NFL sideline this would be the first in a half century in which he's not on a sideline unless he takes That's an assistant lot. job somewhere which I cannot imagine something he would do no you know I, I imagine he'd do some media um if that happens but there's two more spots left and you never say never even though he hasn't interviewed for either it appears right now so tom is going to be joining us uh in this hour for that and uh hour number one i'm on ross st brown zoomed in it was awesome if you missed it stay tuned the end of this hour if you're just joining us here on the roku channel we re-air every single day as soon as we're done on channel 210 844-204-RICH number to dial nate in denver colorado has been hanging on for the entire show what's up nate hey rich how's it going thanks for hanging on what's in your mind sir no worries. So I'm a huge Packer fan, and which, by the way, the best thing about being a Packer fan right now is not only do we have our third elite quarterback, but this one, when there's a post-game press conference, you don't have to worry a QAnon special is going to break out. So oh, wow. Listen to that one. That's number one. But my question is, is there a division in the NFL with a better five-year outlook than the NFC North? Ooh, like, you got ooh. the Bears, Caleb Williams. You got the Lions. You got the Packers. The Vikings, who knows, but something will happen, right? What, what are your thoughts on that? That's interesting. Um, the AFC West uh, has Mahomes residing in it. Um, Jim Harbaugh just yep. landed in Los Angeles. Sean Payton, year two. In questions at quarterback. Denver, I guess. Raiders Hold on Broncos. a minute. Let's, let's sound this thing know, out. Let's sound this thing I'm out. First of all, Nate, um, you know, when you said three elite quarterbacks for the Packers, you mean in a row. How dare you slag Don Mikowski that way? Um, so, but okay. there, there is good news for you in this, Rich, which is in 10 years, Jordan Love will be the voice of the New York uh, Jets. I'd, I'd season, sign for 10 years. I, I, I'd sign for 10 years. Uh, it's probably going to be more like 12 to 15. <laughs> um, so, and, and before he, he leaves to probably go somewhere better, um, or perform better somewhere else. Thanks for the call, Nate. I appreciate it. He brought some pop there. Um, the AFC North has Burrow returning to it. The Browns just had 11 wins with all those quarterbacks. Um, you've got the Ravens might win the damn Super Bowl. 
Um, and the Steelers are going to get you at least 10 wins. No matter who's the quarterback. Oh, right. As long as the coach is there. Right. If I'm continuing to upset people. Um, the NFC West. The Rams just went higher register on you. Hey, look at the Rams this year, right? I mean, and um, uh, Kyler's back. The great, by the way, great. They might add Marvin Harrison Jr. Yep. Greatest tank job ever, where they were in every single game, but still wound up potentially with the most talented player in the draft. Beat that's not a quarterback. Three teams with winning records, right? Well, the Cowboys gave you that was the first bright flashing red light uh, of the season. Um, Seahawks are kind of in a weird spot. No, so, so, uh, so the NFC North. I'd say both North. Well, I mean, AFC don't you think the, the, the Lions need to make the Super Bowl for us to consider that? They're in the final four. I, mean, I know they're in the final four. Pretty but, impressive. Right? I mean, if they don't make the Super Bowl and the Ravens are the Chiefs, don't you think the West and the North and the AFC would leapfrog? I don't know. I'm just looking at the quarterback situations in those divisions. It's an interesting chat. They're in the chat. They've but, entered the chat. The NFC North has entered the chat. The Vikings chat. have a QB question mark. I think they 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 might even just keep Cousins. Why wouldn't he stay? If there's anybody who would sign another guaranteed one year contract, it's him. Yeah, for like forty. Can they franchise <laughs> tag him? You like that? Can they can they can they totally Washington him? Good question. I have to look that up. Oh, maybe you can't. I bet you he's, he says you can't. You just got to sign me. He gets $1 more than Otani. That's in his contract. <laughs> All guaranteed, like Otani. Really by the way, by the way, I mean Otani's deferred year. I was about to say, yeah. so is it like $2 million No, no. $1? No, it's his deferred year. Deferred he's got to make so $1 68, more than his de deferred year. $68 million and $1. Correct. Deferred year. Yeah. <laughs> Uber ZJ in Los Angeles. Hey, oh, he's back. Back on the program. What's up, hey, Uber ZJ? Riding up front. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. What up, G? Now, again, just real quick, Uber ZJ, for those just joining us as I'm resetting, which is something that Brockman is a big problem with. Um, <laughs> riding, up riding up front is not what a passenger should do week. in an Uber, correct? <laughs> I did it this Absolutely week. Absolutely not. Sorry, Del Tufo. He did, did it you did it this week? week? It, yes, because it was an electric car, brand new electric car. So what? What, what does, does that mean? mean? No. And I wanted to see what it was like up front. He's like, come on up. And I rode up. To, <laughs> now, when the exactly Uber driver says, come on up, does does the Uber driver really mean it? Yeah. I mean, there's oh, some of them that I are okay it. with it. But I've actually talked to other drivers that aren't uh, most aren't okay with it that I know. But some are okay with it. Okay. Now that yeah. we've established that, what's on your mind? <laughs> so uh, just kind of calling in because uh, throwing you guys a curveball, although I'm from Michigan and I, I bleed uh, gold, amazing blue, I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan and okay. have been since the 80s. So Joe Montana is like the greatest in my opinion. And uh, just listening to how you guys talk every, you know, every day about the Niners and everything and how the Niners fans uh, support, uniformly support Brock Purdy, I'm in, I guess, maybe the minority because I'm like a wait and see, and I'm like not totally sold on him. Uh, never loved Jimmy Garoppolo, but with him, I I'm just unsure. I've never been more unsure about a 49ers quarterback. I'm not sure. Hey, so, listen, Uber um, ZJ, the bottom line is is he is, um, he is a guy that they have invested the final pick in the draft in, right? If he wins the Super Bowl – He's got two more years left on this contract. He'll go through year number three with a ring on his finger and no doubt uh, an ability to make a killing in the free agent market whenever he's allowed to hit it. Um, and the Niners could just sit there and say, you're our guy and we'll sign you to a longer term deal at some point or not. You know, they can just go through year three. There's no reason for them to give him uh, another contract right now, certainly when He's on the ultimate rookie contract. But the bottom line is, um, Daniel Jeremiah said this a long time ago, and it, Mike Florio echoes it every single time he's here, that if you come from the Shanahan system, which obviously Kyle does, um, you must pay fealty to Kirk Cousins one way or another. Like, that's the guy. You, you, that is the ultimate guy. That is why um, Washington drafted Cousins in the same draft that they drafted RG3. He is the perfect prototype for this offense, McVeigh, all of them. And um, and so uh, apparently a pay, every single time there's an opening, and thank you for the call, Uber ZJ, you be well. 
That's the uh, that's the spot. Anybody who runs this system will take him. And so if Purdy doesn't win this game and doesn't perform well again, and Cousins is sitting out there, I'm telling you, that'll be a lot of hot rumors between now and the middle of March. <sighs> that would be wild. But for the moment, there's a big NFC championship game. Huge championship weekend, which leads me to yet another rousing. I mean, this is, this is, there's a legacy on the line here <laughs> with every single answer I give. And it's championship Sunday edition of What's More Likely presented by Carnival Cruise Line. Hit it. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right, Chris, let's have a carnival. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, by the way, it was Calvin Johnson we were talking to about the almost highs. Oh, we should have mentioned that to Marshall. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody good? Friday? What's we're great. Up? Everybody good? Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Who's more likely to score multiple rushing touchdowns this weekend? Christian McCaffrey yes. or Lamar Jackson? Um, I'll go. I'll go. Oh, I'm going to run CMC, man. I'm running CMC. Great question to start us off right here. Uh, I'm, I, 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 damn, I would go both, but uh, I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. I just think that they're going to have, they're going to lean on him and, and he's going to be the, he's going to be the way through. Marshall Falk just said last hour, he's the MVP of the league. So I'll go there. Although those, that might be one, two in the uh, MVP voting quarterback and running back is the way I think it, we might find out Thursday before the Super Bowl in which they may play each other. I'll just go Christian McCaffrey. That'd be fun. That's more likely. All right. We talked to this guy in hour one. Who's more likely to have more receiving yards on Sunday, Amon Ra or anyone else? In the game or uh, on the weekend you're talking about? On the weekend, yeah, on Sunday. Oh, gosh. Amon Ra or anybody, any I'll other I'll just pass take catcher. the field just because you're giving me the field. I'll take the field. Anyone else? I'll go I'll go anyone else. I'll, I'll say the, uh, the Niners will make sure 14 somehow doesn't eat him up, make someone else beat him, and I'll take the field everywhere else. Now, you want me to pinpoint somebody? Is that what you want me to do? Yeah. Just give you something extra? I don't know. Sure. A little something extra? If, little, you, if you think. A little something, know, something. Somebody else is going to top you know, the sun god? Um, I, I'd i go with maybe, um, how about this? I'll go off the board here. I'll say Kittle might have more Ooh. in this game. Ooh. You know who Purdy looks for when, when, when the game's on the line, don't you? And if Debo's not in there, I, I love Amon Ra. And I guess if we're going to continue to use his face, if we makes the Super Bowl, we've got to update his photograph with the blue hair on our screen. <laughs> not to nitpick, but his that's hair, not what he looks like right now. His hair is so blue. I know, right? I'll just go anywhere else. You're you giving me the field. That. I'll yeah, take the field. the field. What else? Uh, how about this? More likely the banged up star to have a bigger impact. Debo or Mark Andrews? Wow. How great a question is that? Mark Andrews is going to play. How about Sunday. that? How about that for the Ravens getting 89 back? I don't know if 19's playing, so I'll go 89. I'll go 89. Isaiah Likely's been killing it, too. I know that, but my God. Talk about a two, two, a two tight end set. I'll just go 89. Okay. I'll go 89 because I just don't know if Debo, I don't, I don't know what we're going to get out of Debo. I don't know what we're getting out of either of these guys, but. The fact that Andrews is coming back is a Huge. major plus for the Ravens. I'll go. I'll go 89. But if Debo's healthy, I'll go 19. Can I do that? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, 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 nope. no okay. hedging. No hedging. All right, I'll no go hedging. Andrews. All right, let's pick it. What's more likely? Both one seeds reach the Super Bowl, or either the Lions or Chiefs pull an upset. Well, I mean, I, I picked the Ravens and the Niners to go, so how do I not? I don't know. The, it's been a week now. It's more and, well. Know, it's we're... more likely. It's more likely there's an, an upset. I, I the fact that the defending Super Bowl champs are pulling an upset gives you the idea that that what what's the number right now? That line's moved. That line's moved. It's four now. Does that is that up or down from what That's, it was? I uh, was three three and a half. Oh, it's so it's four. going up. It's up to four. Oh, now. then for sure. It, yeah, it's more likely that the one seeds don't make it. Together. Lions so. lion seven and a half now. Wow. Getting, okay. Getting, getting over. It's getting larger down. like Leon and Airplane? Getting larger. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'll go with the upset. 
more likely than the one seeds. Especially since I haven't been able to get much, very, very much. Just do the opposite. I'm going full, oh, full no, Costanza. Oh, really? You've been... Uh... Well, who has? Who picked the Packers over the Cowboys? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. TJ, probably the only one. Okay. Yeah. What's more likely, guys, to be the higher total on Sunday? Chiefs points scored or beers consumed by Jason Kelsey? Oh, I'm taking Kelsey. Um, aren't they both the same? Like the number of touchdowns the Chiefs score... No, I. No. I mean, if and, and but it's the bottom I mean, line is like uh, I'll he said go, he probably drank twenty last week. Oh, so then you I, think they score more than twenty? Um, yeah, I do. I'll go Chiefs points. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're gonna pick the Chiefs, are you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Marshall talked you into Sunday. it. Marshall kind of talked you into well, it. Well, no, I've been talking to my I've been talking to myself into it. I don't need twenty eight to talk me into anything. Bet against Mahomes at, at your own risk. <sighs> How many times am I gonna do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Everybody did it against Brady for like. I was one years. of them. I refuse to do it again. <laughs> so, but don't do the number of points that go up. Kelsey's consumption goes up too. Aren't these correlated? Aren't there's a direct relationship between it? I don't know. I mean, I so mean, uh, I, I, I think, could drink a lot of beer. That was my point. So if you said it was twenty in Buffalo, not the yeah, it's, beers. It sounded like he drank about twenty something in Buffalo. My God, but he also looked little cans too. Oh, or is that how big his hand is? The giant. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, it's the, the regular can. I thought to myself, honestly. <laughs> I honestly thought those are little cans in the, cans in the sweets there. They do not make mini beer cans. <laughs> those are great. I love. How those big are these? Is that, is those tall boys? In his <laughs> That's not in Buffalo. Oh, okay. He's drinking a little bad sauce. Of I'll go Chiefs total points. All right, two great more, one. two more, two more. More likely to be the post Super Bowl Monday headline. So we're looking ahead a couple weeks. Why would you do this? We're going to do what's more likely at the Super Bowl. Can you just hold on a okay. second? Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the year of Harbaugh or the year of Michigan. So you're saying, are the Ravens going to win the Super Bowl or not? Or are the Lions going to win the Super Bowl? Oh. I'm, I'm weaving here, Rich. Come What's on. more Keep likely? Up. Keep up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is it the year of Harbaugh or the year of Michigan? I don't know. I'll, I, I, wow, it's either way. This 50-50, I'm, I'm going to love the headline. All right, who's got it better than them? I'll go the year of Harbaugh. Man, we should have parlayed that, Mike, before the year. I know. Well, last which one? one? Michigan and the Lions or Michigan and the, Michigan, Michigan and the Ravens? Ravens. Michigan and the Ravens. Okay. All right, last one. Wow, uh, I can't believe you, but 50-50, I'm in good shape. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Uh, more likely team that should have fired their coach for Bill Belichick to win a playoff game next year. <laughs> Cowboys or Eagles? <laughs> this is great. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry to do this, but just this is for the content. This is for the content. You or even that you already know where he's going to go with this. This is for the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles. Oh, right. I can't believe that. E A G L E S. E A G L E S. But I don't think they. Sh- I don't think they should have fired Sirianni or or. You stay the course, Chris. Stay the course. You stay the course of how what? You're you just a loser? Come how on now. Dare you, how dare you say that they should fire the guy with the greatest winning percentage in the history of regular season football for the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, and Fletcher Cox will tell you what, what he thinks of this entire... Uh, this entire You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. This entire question. I had one uh, that I wrote earlier in the week that I had to delete because the Falcons made their move yesterday. Oh, with Raheem Morris. Okay. It was going to be who's going to be left out of the carousel, Vrabel or Belichick. More well, it looks like both. Looks oh. like both guys. Wow. Well, we'll ask Tom Pelissero that. That's was what's more likely presented by Carnival Cruise Line. Plan your next vacation with Carnival to explore beautiful destinations with exciting excursions and blissful relaxation. No one does fun like Carnival. Let's take a break. No one does information like Tom Pelissero <laughs> while having fun. I like to think. <laughs> then with us, Tom Pelissero joining us next on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed I'm just watching back the video I posted at the top of the show of uh, me dunking back on Will Compton. (laughs) I did Edelman's pot. I had no idea that would be an aggressive uh, act towards bussing with the boys. I had no idea. Also, when did you tape that with September with Jules? Yeah, I honestly thought it was out, and they just didn't tell me when it was out. And all of a sudden, I turn to go to my phone. I'm like, oh, it's out. That's great. And then it's like, Will Compton's like, uh, good to see you've got the flexibility to travel and do podcasts. And I'm like, he tapes that in Brentwood. Like, where does he think? Like, yeah, I mean, where does he think Edelman is at? I don't. Does he think he's in Boston? I guess, yeah, I guess. He, he thinks he lives in Boston. Go no, here. Will, he lives out here. Come out to the coast. <laughs> I mean, that was just a spin and curve in the zone. I just like I, they, the only thing is, how far can I hit this ball? <laughs> That's funny. So, posted that. It's out there. I'm happy to do the pod. I've already told them. I told them both when they were sitting here. Yeah, poor uh, Jack is still posting. A yeah, by the way, it's pictures. gonna be when he gets that sweet, sweet, sweet Silverado. It's gonna be great. He hasn't gotten it yet. No, I I've got a sh- I've got a show. He has to show up. Oh, first. but I thought it was like if he did it for a year. No, he he's got to do it every day and, until, until I show. Yeah. Oh man, that guy's got yeah, that guy, a bag. Oh, I told him. I said I'm gonna show up. You're gonna get that thing, and then you're gonna drive me to the airport. <laughs> In it. <laughs> you think he must be so right now. Well, like, did you say that one time me. somebody t- texted him at like 1157? Yeah. You haven't done it yet? He was at a concert. He was at a concert. He got it in. snuck it in. Well, the post, the post yesterday was the photograph of me with Edelman. And it's just like, I don't understand way, why that's provocative. The one today is literally a screenshot of your video today. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger. That's funny. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Tom Pelissero, everybody. Hey, Tommy, Tommy P. P. What's up, Rich? What's up to the fellas in studio? What's Hi, up, Tom. brother? Tommy P. What's up, Tom? NFL yeah. Network Insider. All right, uh, Tom, I'm just going to give it to you straight. Like, uh, uh, there's no sugarcoating it. Is is one of the winningest coaches of all time and the greatest coach of our generation and maybe the generation before it and maybe the generation after this one going to be left without a job? Is Bill Belichick not going to be a head coach this fall? Barring a surprise right now, there is not a spot for Bill Belichick in the NFL in 2024. He was a serious candidate with the Falcons. He had the initial meeting with Arthur Blank. Then he went into the facility, went through the same car wash they were doing with all the other candidates, meeting with everybody throughout the football operation. My understanding is Belichick and Blank were continuing to talk. Bill was taking this very seriously, that he was going to be prepared and have the plan. If he went to Atlanta, somewhere along the way in recent days here, as they did the additional second interviews and continued to discuss internally, 
they decided to go with somebody in Raheem Morris, who for a variety of different reasons is very different from Bill Belichick. Chief among them with Raheem, he has been in the building. He's been a member of the Falcons coaching staff. He was the interim coach several years ago before they decided to go out and hire Arthur Smith instead. With Belichick, there was going to be significant changes to the entirety of how that building operated. And that's not to say that he was going to go in there with a hedge trimmer and saw off all these different people and they're all got to be out of the building. It was more so Bill Belichick knows what, in his mind, a championship culture looks like. He knows how to put a program in place. What the Falcons and other teams were evaluating with Bill Belichick is – are we going to make all these types of changes, redo how everything in our building has operated from a football standpoint for a long, long time for a 72-year-old coach who, yes, Rich, he is quite possibly the greatest we've ever seen, certainly the guy who's got more rings than anybody else. The Falcons ultimately came to the conclusion they were going to go with somebody who was younger, who had a different outlook, and who was going to keep a lot of the existing infrastructure in place. Time will tell on whether or not the Falcons made the right decision. But if you look around the rest of the NFL, everyone at this point, Rich, barring a surprise, has rendered the same decision, which is no matter how many games Bill Belichick has won, he's not going to be our head coach in 2024. Wow. Wow, wow. So... Was it the power structure within the building? Everyone's been talking about Rich McKay, the CEO of the Falcons, and how the setup there was something that might prove unworkable. Uh, what's your reporting there and where it currently stands with Morris now in the building? I would say the Rich McKay angle of this has been vastly overblown. Rich McKay was never um, you know, somebody who was a hard line, it's either Rich or it's Bill. Rich isn't going anywhere. I mean, he's very closely tied in with Arthur Blank um, and the broader businesses that Arthur Blank runs. And, and Rich McKay is one of the respected individuals in the NFL. He's the chair of the competition committee. You know, football side, business side, everything, everybody holds Rich McKay in high regard. This was more so about what is the building going to look like moving forward. They are changing the structure. Um, the head coach and general manager now are reporting directly to Arthur Blank, not to Rich McKay. So to the extent that there was this idea, well, Rich McKay is the reason Bill Belichick can't take this job, wasn't really reflected in that from the Falcons end or for Belichick's end. Bill Belichick was very much, again, ready to make things work in Atlanta. There were going to be organizational adjustments. There's no question because Bill Belichick going all the way back to the early nineties when he was the head coach in Cleveland has always had contractually that he is the head of personnel, that he is effectively the general manager. Terry Fontenot could have stayed. Rich McKay could have stayed. There would have just been a different function to how that building ran. And when it boiled right down to it, and they were having those internal discussions, they came to the conclusion that they were not going to go that direction. And so right now, Bill Belichick is a, a head coach without a home and quite possibly rich. As much as people may want to have a, a funeral right now for Bill Belichick's coaching career, everything that I have understood to this point is taking a year off and coming back in 2025 to continue pursuing those records and try to get this thing going someplace else is very much um, still potentially in the cards for Belichick. Tom Pelissero right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And so there's two gigs still open, Washington and Seattle. Fair to say that their targets are coaching this weekend. That's why these jobs are still open. What do you think? Not necessarily. Uh, I would say with Washington, they've got a bunch of interviews set up next week with the guys who are still in the playoffs. You're seeing Anthony Weaver on Monday night. The Lions are making their guys available in Detroit Tuesday and Wednesday. So somewhere in there, the commanders are scheduled to meet with Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn. And then Dan Quinn also has an interview. I think that one's going to be on Tuesday. So they had a second interview with Bobby Slowick. They uh, you know, still need to do one more interview to comply with the Rooney rule. So right now they could not make a hire even if they wanted to. So I do anticipate the commanders are going to get into next week with the Seahawks. They've been going through their second interviews this week. They had Patrick Graham. Uh, they had Mike Kafka. They had Dan Quinn. Today they were supposed to be having Raheem Morris, who you know became unavailable. Adriel Averro is the last one that's currently scheduled. That second interview is going to happen tomorrow with John Schneider. You know, he's waited 14 years 
to be able to run this process. And so from everything I've been told, it seems like Schneider and the people in Seattle are, are enjoying getting to know different people and getting to hear different philosophies and understand how different things work in other buildings. I mean, Pete Carroll hired John Schneider back in 2010. I know kind of Pete overblew things a little bit there, basically talking about, you know, Johnny, you've been waiting 14 years for this opportunity. I mean, he's had Schneider in a closet somewhere this entire time. <laughs> he's been very much involved in the personnel operation and done a lot of things in the draft and otherwise. But this is, you know, that opportunity to really try to get this thing right. I know there's been a lot of speculation about Dan Quinn, the natural connections to John and to Pete. I I've never gotten the sense that this was all means to an end and they're just checking boxes and then they're going to hire Dan Quinn. He could be Seattle's next head coach, but the other guys that they're meeting with here are all real candidates too. And that interview process, potentially, if they're going to see Ben Johnson again, could go into next week. Then where does the 2021 coach of the year fit in here, man? I mean, where does Vrabel fit in? Could he be on the sidelines too? Unless the commanders go back kind of on where they've been headed throughout the course of their process, Mike Vrabel also may well be a, a mm. coach without a team for 2024. I know that there's been a lot of local media speculations. I was asked about it on Seattle radio a couple of days ago about Mike Vrabel. Never say never, Rich, in any of this. If you had, you know, strapped me down and said, is Dave Canales going to be a head coach in right. the NFL a few weeks ago? I would have said, no, I don't think so. I mean, everybody thinks highly of Dave Canales in terms of the energy. He did a great job this year, especially down the stretch with Baker Mayfield on that offense. But that's a name that when he got the offensive coordinator job in Tampa a year ago, it was a surprise to a lot of people within the league. Good for Dave that he's, he's getting that opportunity in Carolina. You never say never. But I don't really anticipate the Seahawks search going the Mike Frabel direction. And this is something we talked about on the insiders today on NFL Plus and NFL Network, where when you just when you look through the names that have been hired this year and like what's the the running theme? Obviously, it's a more diverse list than we've had in prior years, but it's also a list of guys who bring a lot of positive energy to the room. When you think about what Raheem Morris is, you think about Dave Canales's reputation. Drod Mayo is basically a, a motivational speaker. Antonio Pierce, there's certainly more edge. He's a he's a raider, but it's still like an uplifting, bring the locker room together uh, type of a guy. You know, Jim Harbaugh is the outlier in this entire list. You know, Brian Callahan's the one I didn't mention going to Tennessee, another really positive reinforcement environment. That's what he comes from in Cincinnati. Jim Harbaugh got a, a text from a coach yesterday saying, you know, the Chargers players have no idea what they're in for. And I said, well, what do you mean? And the response was, he is literally a robot sent from outer space to coach football. Harbaugh's in a different category. He's 60 years old. He is one everywhere, but that's a different, unique style of environment. Everybody else comes from this kind of positive culture building type of a place. And I think that that's the impact of a Dan Campbell in Detroit and the success that he is having. I think that that is the impact of a D'Amico Ryans in Houston as well. Guys who know how to set a program where guys want to come to work every day. And that's not to say that the way Bill Belichick has done things forever is wrong. The way that Mike Vrabel has done things forever is wrong. Not to say Vic Fangio, who was essentially pushed out in Miami, he's had success you know, at various points through the course of his career. When you dig around on why Vic Fangio is not the defensive coordinator in Miami, it's not that his scheme had become stale. It's that he didn't have relationships with players like a lot of coaches do now. So that's one of the running themes, I think, is that this generation of players does the Bill Belichick style, the Mike Vrabel style, the Vic Fangio style, necessarily work again Vrabel won a lot of games for a long time lost 18 of his last 24 in Tennessee I just think that positive reinforcement versus negative reinforcement culture when team presidents and owners are looking at this right now people like Amy Adams Strunk are talking about collaboration and alignment you kind of end up with these guys who have operated as football gods and have had a great deal of control over their programs Maybe that's just not the way that certain organizations want to set up their programs right now. Well, I mean, that that was a lot right there for sure. And the only thing I, I will say in, you know, before we move on to the next subject matter is whoever texted you that uh, Harbaugh is a robot from a different planet sent to Earth to coach football. 
uh, must have skipped his tenure in Ann Arbor where he related to 18 to 22-year-olds in a manner that potentially the new defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles did not. And I would proffer to say, you know, that's a pretty tight locker room he might build in Los Angeles. Just my two cents. Obviously, I'm no a bit question. biased here, Tom. He's a, he's a different, he's a oh, different no, no. guy. I know that. Um, but, you know, and, and it's work. And, Listen, that, right. and, he's coming to shake way, up, and he's coming to shake up the NFL too, sir. I mean, like he's coming. It's the biggest story. Think about this, Rich. It's not just the Chargers moved to L.A. seven years ago as the tenant to the Rams at SoFi Stadium. And that was because, as I'm sure you remember well, the Chargers and the Raiders had their plan to go build a stadium in Carson, California. They lost out to the Jerry Jones cabal that wanted to build this mecca multi-billion dollar stadium site in L.A. The Chargers then had the first option. All right, you either go to L.A. as the tenant or you go back to San Diego with nothing and we let the Raiders move there. Dean Spanos and company chose, all right, we're going to go to L.A. They've spent seven years fighting for attention in that market, which is a difficult market, I think, to outdraw, especially when the Rams have Sean McVay and he goes to multiple Super Bowls and wins one. Brandon Staley did a lot over three years to try to build a positive, a championship culture. They invested in resources and they built out a lot of different departments. But now they go from being the little brother to the Rams to they're not just the biggest story in the NFL. They're the biggest story right now, Rich, in sports, quite possibly. Jim Harbaugh going there. He's won from the University of San Diego to Stanford to the 49ers to Michigan. He does things his own way. You hear a lot of more is more with Jim Harbaugh. It is a grind. He asks a lot of people and it works and he wins. I am fascinated to see what this looks like in L.A. with the Chargers, no matter how different of a dude Jim Harbaugh is, and he is one of the most uniquely focused, uniquely wired individuals we've seen in the NFL, he's now going to be doing battle with Sean Payton and the Broncos, (laughs) with Andy Reid and the Chiefs, and whatever in the world Antonio Pierce and the Raiders are going to build out in Las Vegas. That's one of the big unknowns in this whole thing. I just think it's going to be such a fun division with such good coaches as we move forward here. And the expectations that for the Chargers last year were just, okay, they got to take the next step. They got to win a playoff game. You can fairly say right now the expectations that are going to be placed upon Jim Harbaugh are you went to the NFC Championship game your first three years in San Francisco, went to a Super Bowl. That's where the the bar is now in L.A., and we'll see how exactly that all plays out. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one last thing before I let you go. What's the scoop with Debo? I mean, this is it, right? So let's roll. What do we have? Debo does not have structural damage in that shoulder. It's not a hairline fracture like last time. He was limited in practice on Thursday. The fact that he's even out there limited is probably a good sign. We also know how violent Debo's play style is. They're not going to put him in harm's way. You know, when Debo wasn't out there, Rich, for however many games that was earlier this season, they were not the same offense. And you saw that, and they lost games, and they didn't function as well. He is their tone setter to go up against a Lions team that is going to want to set the tone like they always want to do from go in this game. If Debo can physically be out there, if the team clears him, he's going to give it a shot. There may also be something to be said if he knows that he's not 100% that maybe exercise caution, get him closer to being all the way back come Super Bowl time. That is one that I would not be surprised at all if they take this up really close to kickoff here. But they should have a pretty good idea. If not today, I fully would anticipate that they list him as questionable. Should have a pretty good idea, I would think, after tomorrow's walkthrough. How is he feeling? Because that's the biggest thing, as Cal Shanahan keeps saying. He's not injured in the sense of, He's got something structurally wrong, but he is in a lot of pain. And that pain, even if you're going to take something to help with it, that that is potentially going to be a factor in the final decision. Any other injuries we should be looking uh, for or news on injuries? Uh, Mark Andrews is off IR, so he's going to make it back. Um, I guess uh, I'm asking multiple questions at once. Uh, any, let's start with that, and then you could tell me about the rest of the injuries, about what, what to expect out of Mark Andrews snaps-wise and and – and play-wise? 
Well, Mark Andrews has been a full participant since the middle of last week in practice. So everything seems to be tracking for him to play a significant role in this game, which is crazy. He cracked his tibia and suffered an ankle ligament injury in week 11. Mm. And you remember John Harbaugh at the time basically saying like, yeah, it's not, not looking good. We'll hold out hope that maybe he can get back. But as Andrews progressed, through his uh, through his rehab protocol, all of a sudden it was like, okay, if we get to the championship game, we think there's a pretty decent shot. I don't know that he's going to go out there and play 70 snaps, Rich, just because his wind, as much as anything, is going to be an issue. But when they need him in red zone and otherwise, I would anticipate you're going to see a lot of Mark Andrews. Beyond that, on the injury front, you know, Dan Campbell said Frank Ragnow is going to be good to go. It's a Pro Bowl lineman. That's a he is their tone setter on the offensive line, so that's going to be a big deal. Uh, for the Lions in that game. Isaiah Pacheco missed some time this week. He's dealing with a toe injury, and I think it's a knee injury. Andy Reid, though, indicating uh, he should be good to go. So uh, a lot of tone setters, Rich, that we're talking about. These guys, Pacheco's another one, pound for pound. Give me him as the strongest, toughest dude uh, in the NFL. But sounds like a lot of these are tracking toward them being out there on Sunday. Debo is clearly the number one question. Okay, thanks for the time, Tom. You're the man. Let's talk next week. We'll chat soon. Or Sounds game day morning. Rich. I'm sure you're part of the six-hour extravaganza. I am. Okay. The, I'll be there a few times. The Pelicero Palooza <laughs> going to be joining us uh, six hours. Thank you, sir. That's Tom Pelicero right Thank here Tom. on the Rich Eisen Show. You can catch you Championship Sunday by streaming it on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You've been hopefully listening to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. You can stream it for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Phone calls. We'll hear from the Baltimore Ravens. John Harbaugh asked about his brother Jim being back in the NFL. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. then Mahomes, the memories of you just sitting next to Mahomes, just sitting right next to him as soon as he comes off the field, just chit-chatting. Um, how, how do you think that helped his development and, and, and did lead to the guy who's like, let's use the Wasp, you know, in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl trying to turn things around? Yeah, um, listen, it, it's, a, it's a trust thing. Um, I know he, he, he wants to be the best. He's not going to sit there and boast about that and tell people, but he wants to be, he wants to maximize all of his potential. As a coach, you love that. So he wants you to give him one more thing to even be greater than what he already is. And you can appreciate that. And he's gonna do nothing but get better rich. That's what's so great. This, I know, it's, it, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? I mean, what, what does he have to improve on, Andy? What, what, what do you well, think? Well, uh, I joke him, I say, listen, quarterbacking's a lot like being a farmer. Like the work's never, never done there's something in the game that you can that you can work on and then it's our responsibility to give them new challenges and and so there, there's so much you can do uh, offensively in football right now and they're, they're really there no there's no rules as far as there I mean there are certain rules we still got to stop at red lights but it's uh there, there's a lot of ways to get to it so um the 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 expansion, I guess, of offenses with the way the colleges are playing now is greater than it's ever been. And, and we're able to utilize more field than we've ever used. And so uh, let's explore that. And let's not say anything's impossible until we prove it's impossible ourselves. Let's try that. And then 
and then we'll see where we end up. You know, who knows? It's kind of worked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that was after their first of two Super Bowl championships together right here on our program. Game time tickets. Get it on your phone. Get it on your mobile device right away and start buying tickets. Start buying tickets to sports, music, comedy, theater events near you. And if you want to know where the ice is in relation to your seat or the stage is or the court is or the field is, the view from your seat before you buy that function that they have on the app is second to none. You could see exactly like you're sitting in the arena or stadium yourself. And then the all-in prices show you your total upfront before you buy, before you check out, so you know you're getting a great deal before you hit that button to get your tickets. All the guesswork and buying tickets is removed with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create your account, use our code RICH, $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create your account, redeem the code RICH for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. It is guaranteed. Hey, Jeff in Detroit, are you fired up? You ready to go, Jeffrey? You ready to go? He's on. You there, Jeff? Uh-oh. Jeff, you on mute? Take us off mute. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, put him back. I just tried to get him in one last time here. Travis Kelsey has spoken. Hey. Uh-oh. I believe this is his one media availability for the week. He was asked about his motivation and whether the subject matter of him thinking of retiring and he doesn't have much gas left in the tank is something that lights him up. It's a challenge to find new ways to have success, and I think that's what this year has brought for me is um, that obstacle and, and figuring, out, figuring out how I can get the best out of myself, how I can figure out how I can get the best out of my teammates, um, and uh, all, all at the same time being a great leader, bringing that energy. Uh, showing for the young guys, you know, the type of determined mindset you got to have week in, week out. Um, and you know what, man? I love that challenge. I was uh, talking to my brother the other day on the uh, podcast. It was just there's certain things that give you challenges in life um, that you just got to be appreciative that you're getting tested, you know, because not everybody gets those opportunities, especially when you get to do it with a group of men and women that uh, they can rally together with and, uh, and, and really, you know, prove, prove to yourselves what you're made of. Well done. Man, he has grown up. Yeah, remember, right? Remember he was the hothead that was throwing stuff around on the field and getting 15-yard penalties? and he was. He got ejected for throwing a towel at the ref. Remember? Uh, and and, yeah. and he had an incredible amount of talent. We were all wondering, you know, if he would just be just a, a, a Pro Bowl tight end at the time in, in, in manifested talent. Yep. And now he's just another 87 that's going to go to the – Hall of Fame is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Without he is, he is now he is now on par, and in some measures, and in terms of um, some numbers, uh, surpassed Gronk. He and Mahomes have now surpassed Brady and Gronk in terms of most touchdowns ever created in a playoff career. I mean, that's where he is right now, and he's just like Mahomes. They have now connected in a way, not just on the field. But just in 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 that category of we're not going to let you beat us. And the same thing we we ascribed to Mahomes the other day. It's like you know motivation, my ass here. Come on, we're 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 we have turned ourselves into an all time wrecking machine, and we're coming to wreck your world. He's just like the same thing, and I feel the same way too about you know challenges later. And I'll i you know what I keep thinking of when I when I just heard that just to. I'm not making it about myself. I just want to say how I relate, I relate to it. You know, calling games this deep into my career is a challenge. Sure. It's a totally different endeavor. It, it It's risky, you know, because it's a huge audience that either thinks that I don't know what I'm talking about en masse as opposed to just, you know, maybe seeing me here and there and thinking I don't know what I'm talking about. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it is a totally different way of broadcasting than what I do here, than what I do in the studio. And it is an amazing challenge with a group of men and women that working together as a team, like a broadcast. It, I know exactly how it feels. Also know exactly in that respect with Kelsey, how it feels to be connected to a, a superstar female. Know that too. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? I know all too well. Thank you. 
But I, I mean, that's what I think of when I see the look at look at what he's grown into. What he's oh, made himself yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. I totally appreciate that. He's like, you know what? I, I'm lucky to be challenged. I'm lucky to be at this stage of my career where it's a totally different way of doing it. And I'm going to do it the same way in a different manner. Like, you know, whatever was going on this year on the field with dropping passes and whatever was going on in the locker room, what was going on when, you know, with his rehab of, of, of an injury. By the way, I bet you were going to find out that that injury that he suffered early on in the season has been nagging him all year. Probably. They just don't talk about it. He's played a long time. Him and Gronk are the same age. Dude. And Gronk has been retired twice. Yeah. Right. And he can win another ring. And he could do something Gronk never did, but Brady did win back to back. Yep. Ravens standing in their way. Uh, John Harbaugh asked about his bro. Why wouldn't he? Because they're on the docket for 2025. Uh, 2024, pardon me. And I'm sure he's like, uh, I'm not done with 2023 just yet. <laughs> but Jim's back and he's in the AFC. Ah, fired up, you know. Yeah, didn't, not thinking about the game. No, that's, that's a game way off in the future. But uh, very excited for Jim, happy for his family. Uh, like I told you guys before, uh, he called that night back home, and uh, the, the, the kids had already had their bags packed. They were ready. They thought they were going the next day to L.A. They're actually coming here, so that's cool. But um, they didn't waste the bag packing, I guess. But uh, he's, he's, like I said, the Chargers just got themselves a great, great football coach. Players are going to love him. City's going to love him. Uh, and um, you know they're gonna they're gonna be very formidable. Mm-hmm. Had the bags packed. All right. Apparently he's meeting with the the uh, Wolverine team for Team One Forty Four before or or an advanced Team One Forty Five before he goes. Says it's not goodbye. I saw that. Oh God. All right. AFC Championship game. Final poll results, sir. The uh, NFC and AFC Championship games will eventually. Give us two Super Bowl 58 combatants and only one will win it all and affect his legacy forevermore. Roll through our poll results, if you don't mind, Christopher. Yeah, legacy most affected by a Super Bowl win. Lamar Jackson, 54%. Uh, Jared Goff, 21%. Brock Purdy, 14%. Patrick Mahomes, 10%. I, I I, I, I can't believe he's in last place. There's only one guy that could basically say, I'm a step closer to Brady and I'm doing things Brady didn't do. You know, didn't do well. Six straight AFC Championship game appearances to start a career, making the Super Bowl four out of six years. I mean, Brady did win three out of four. I understand that. Yeah, and then had eight in a row stretch. No, I, I, I get it. I, I think it's Lamar Jackson start, because if he wins, no, I'm his, sorry, no, I get it. If he wins his Super Bowl, now we're talking about Hall of Fame for for Lamar Jackson. Well, as, as I mentioned so. to you, it's a, a very small group of people who have yeah. won MVP multiple times, and he would be the only one in that entire mix that's not won a championship yeah. in his career, uh, which is still very young. But uh, I, I, I just, I'm surprised. Listen, I know everyone just thinks, well, Mahomes' legacy, he can just deal with it another time. He can't if he wants to ta- catch Brady. He can't. He can't waste a year. Catching Brady just seems so... It's entirely it's possible. It's like a Madden number. Like, seven Super Bowls is unbelievable. Brady won three quicker than Mahomes and then didn't win for 10 years. That's right. You think Mahomes is going to play another ten years? I do. Okay. Also, Mahomes plays another fifteen years. He would still not be playing as long as Brady. That's why I don't think we're ever going to see someone play in their forties. Like I don't know. All right, I'll be on six hours on NFL Network Sunday, and then back with most of you Monday. Back on the Roku channel in a moment. 